Hello, welcome to Fempreneur True Confessions podcast. Welcome. I'm Laura. I'm owner of ODAA Virtual Assistant Agency, and we are a small um, boutique-style agency that helps small businesses and businesses in growth um, find the help they need behind the scenes to confidently grow their business. And Angelique, you are up. <laughs> I need no no what is it called introduction, introduction. <laughs> um so i'm angelique with lady firehouse solutions and we are a heart-centered approach to offering product and event management to women entrepreneurs who are on fire and lighten the world up with their passion and drive and we help them achieve their missions in the most authentic way possible and together we are da, 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 the Entrepreneur true confessions podcast i always <laughs> wanted to do that of it. <laughs> we should start doing that every time. We should. <laughs> so I've um, had a day, y'all. I'm just a little on the punch drunk side. We're past loopy. It's past yes. happy hour. So no judgment. Um, <laughs> um so this together. See, it's clear. It's it's water. It's cute. It, it looks not clear. We'll get through this. We're going to have fun with this today. Mm -hmm. um, and our mission here is to empower women in business and in life to live authentically and support each other instead of that competing with each other that seems to come up. We don't have a mindset for that. We're not worried about competition, clearly, um, working together. So we want to model that authenticity. We want that to be the normal is, mm -hmm. yes, you could be my competition, but no, my mindset is we can help each other, support each other. And then we don't have to hide and be scared to give the support and the love that we need to each other through our relationships in business, as well as in our personal. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not, there isn't competition. Really, there isn't. If you really think about it, because the more you help, I help you. It helps me because I believe in karma. And, and yeah. so what I put out, that's what's going to come back to me. So the more I give and am, am generous with not just my, my clients, but also with my peers, mm -hmm. the more that's going to come back. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're all about. So let me get back to the notes here because I totally went <laughs> off track. You, you pulled a me today. Let's I did. I am. <laughs> um, so uh, the whole idea, the reason for the podcast was that uh, we are trying to normalize what it looks like when we, when uh, female entrepreneurs face challenges, but we share the lessons we've learned so that uh, we can help other women along on their entrepreneurial path. And we can not tear anybody down, don't put anybody down, but encourage people by sharing the information we have, the things we've learned, the mistakes we've made. Because guess what? We're out there all out there making mistakes, but nobody's talking about them. Well, I think it's getting better. I think it's getting better. But yeah. we want to normalize what it looks like when women succeed at supporting each other. I think it builds up each other's confidence and it helps us use our gifts and passions to fulfill our life's calling. 
So that's what we're here for. We're, we're here building, maintaining, and growing a sisterhood that believes in this abundance mindset, that there's more than enough to go around and sharing our flubs and our mistakes so our sister doesn't have to. And in the end, I think that we help each other rise into our highest potential. Absolutely. And somebody's here to help us do that today. Absolutely. We are excited. We have Dania Ayasi. We discussed this before. And <laughs> so last week we did a number on that, but we are correcting it this week. So, um, and she is a content marketing strategist and the CEO of Ayasi Creative. She mm -hmm. specializes in simplifying social media strategy and believes in giving away all the secret tips and tricks. No gatekeeping information around here. I love so, that. Dania, yeah, that is such a wonderful part. I love this when we read it last week and before. So. Um, but Dania has worked with some of the biggest influencers and brands across nearly every industry in the world, from um, Gary Vee and Michael Moore to P&G, Olay, WeWork, Universal, and more. In December of 2020, Dania started Aussie Creative to help business owners with top-notch marketing without the Madison Avenue price tag. Love that. And then, to, and so today, the agency is focused on supporting purpose-driven, conscientious business owners to change the world literally by helping them expand their audience through strategy and podcast production. Mm -hmm. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And I thought it was Aussie. It is. It's Aussie Creative. Aussie. Yep. Aussie. Oh, God. Yeah. See? So, hey, you know, when you got a name that's like mine, you get used to it. Yeah, it we had this is. conversation. And we, all <laughs> and we have... corrected it, but it went right back in my head. It's okay. It's no worries. <laughs> and I was, we were, last week we called you Danya, but it's Danya. Yep. And uh, what's your middle name again? Amina. Amina is uh, just such a cool name. Very unique. It's, it that's what it is. It's unique. <laughs> yes. So I, I thank my mother every day. It's once you get it, it's unforgettable, but everything between learning it to getting it is quite a journey. <laughs> Love it. So we've talked a lot about burnout, just general mm -hmm. burnout for entrepreneurs, especially females, women. Our, in fact, our first guest for the podcast over a year ago uh, had just written a book about burnout. Mm. And uh, we just had her back a couple of weeks ago for our one-year anniversary. Congratulations. Um, so we've kind of covered uh, throughout the year different aspects of burnout. With mm -hmm. one thing we've never talked about is content burnout. And girl, that's for real. It's so prevalent. I mean, it's, it's a lot. And and we don't like we don't talk about it. I think we say it in different ways. We just say, I don't know what mm -hmm. to post anymore. I don't know what to say anymore. I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, and just different images, you know. Um well, and really quickly, if you feel like you could take something that you posted six months ago and post it again today, what that really says is that the platform that you're posting on does not give you the level of impact and depth that you need as an entrepreneur. We're not mm. content creators. Like you're not an influencer that is running around, you're running a business mm -hmm. and it's a sales marketing strategy. So the idea that you can create 60 days worth of content and repurpose it on a TikTok or an Instagram 
that tells me that you don't have a long tail on your content, which is just the, the first thing when it comes to content burnout is I'm going to make something that's not going to create an impact. And then I'm going to just have to start over tomorrow. And that's mm. exhausting. So that's like the first and foremost, how we get into it is we've somehow taught entrepreneurs that they have to, especially new entrepreneurs, we've taught them that they have to start a business, run a successful business, learn how to be a boss, learn how to be an entrepreneur, all while maintaining the content flow and creation process of an influencer. It's just like a broken system. And then we wonder why we look at the Gary V's and the Grant Cardone's and the, and we think, God, they're creating so much content. Well, they're not creating it. I mean, Gary's right. brilliant and, you know, yes. he is an incredible marketer in his own. But when I was on the team, there were 30 people working for him mm -hmm. full time. And so the reality is that we've put these astronomical expectations on these new entrepreneurs. And then we're like, well, what do you mean you're burned out? You just don't love it enough. You just mm -hmm. don't love your business enough. You're not changing enough. You're not doing enough. Like work harder, do more. If you're not, if you can't post a hundred times a week and run your business and grow and scale, well, you just don't like your business enough. And then you end oh, up with dang. entrepreneurs that are jumping and they yeah. can't grow. No. And, and, and that's so, what's the word? Exhausting. Um, well, it's exhausting, but it's, it's un. There's no accountability there for those that are saying that. Like, like you, it's you unapproachable. It's unfinishable. It's un yeah, irrational yeah. in yes. a lot of ways. Well, and it's like it, it's a double-edged sword because it's like as a new entrepreneur, you're looking at the people that even if you're not even looking at the Jenna Kutchers or the people that have been in it for 12 to 15 years. I mean, can you imagine how much you could accomplish in your business in a decade? Like, and we're somehow entering the business field thinking that we have to be there. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It'd be like you walking onto, you know, a beverage business and comparing yourself to Coca-Cola. Yeah. Like they've grown, they've changed, they've failed. They've done all of the things yes. that you have to then do. Mm -hmm. And you're just not seeing that middle part. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it, I, you know, it breaks my heart because it's like, we lose so many entrepreneurs that are really passionate about what they do, but they don't want to post on Instagram 12 times a day. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to. No, no. I, mean, don't have I to. don't. I hate social media. We've discussed <laughs> several yeah. times. I, ha I hate it. I'm not, I don't post my own. It's, it, it's, I've hit that level of, I really don't truly want to. And you're right. Yeah. When I first came in, I had the idea of it all had to all be, all be, all be like everything it was the the big thing like you had to compete and do this so okay. yes we made big major strides that people have been in the the industry for much longer but in doing that there are things that i'm not focused on like i i did give that up like social yeah. media and stuff like that where it's like yes i'm in there and i support others and but no, I'm, you're right. I'm not an influencer. That's not what it's for. For me, it's marketing. There's advertising. Like you mm -hmm. use it different ways. So, yeah. But yeah. people running commercials in the 1980s weren't trying to start their own TV show. No. It's two different approaches. Yeah. I like that analogy. Mm -hmm. yeah. That that puts it in real perspective, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, we just decided that we're going to force that on people and they don't need it. And you guys are doing it right. You're creating a podcast. So, you know, we'll get back to that. But yeah, having a long tail is so important when you're marketing a business. Yeah. So 
let's talk about your story and, and how you experienced content burn, burnout. Yeah. yeah, totally. So I've been working in social media in some variation since 2013. So I started tweeting for companies and it slowly grew. I went to film school, got into the film industry. You know, I'm a big proponent of storytelling. That's where my passion lies. And all of the rest of this is really just how I tell my story or how I tell other people's stories. And I got into a car accident in 2017 and it really hard left my, my journey, which I'm really grateful for now. Um, but I was working on sets and you can't carry a 70 pound camera case when you can't walk. So um, I basically pivoted very quickly and within between 2017 and 2019, attempted and failed to build my first agency, uh, helping social media. And I look back and I'm like, you knew nothing. You knew yeah. so little. And I was right. just kind of like this little kid being like, I'm going to do this. Um, and and I love though that you own that. Like I attempted absolutely. it and failed Yeah, because absolutely. failing is just a form of feedback. I say this repeatedly on the podcast. It is mm -hmm. feedback. It is not a personal judgment of who you are as a person. Not at all. Well, and I think there was so much that, you know, I had the perspective. We see a lot of social media managers do this when they're beginning. I had the perspective of I use social media, therefore I know how to work social media. And the reality is when oh, you're that selling. Was me. Yeah. And the reality is when you're selling for someone else, it's a totally different monster. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just listened to a podcast the other day with Alex Hermosi and he was talking about how. Um, it's one thing to do it for yourself. It's another to do it for someone else. And mm -hmm. you want to cater to people that have done it for someone else, because if I can sell myself all day long, but if I can't sell you, you know, there's no reason for you to work with me. Um, so I learned a lot of hard lessons. And then in 2019, I got really into Gary, really into Gary's content, really into the podcast. I was, I was very deep in that content. And he had just launched Empathy Wines, which is his wine brand. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I saw the the corporate video and I was like, this isn't something people are gonna share. Like I didn't, I didn't connect to it. That wasn't the purpose of the content, but at the time I didn't know that. So uh, I recut it and I pulled a bunch of moments from the vlogs and different things like that. And I tweeted it at Gary and he reposted it and pinned it to the top of his page. And within 15 minutes, it had 15,000 views. And it just was like growing. And I walked into the living room at that time. I was, you know, my agency was failing out from under me. I was driving Postmates. Like I was trying to figure out how I was going to pay rent. My mom looked at me and went, now you've got to go apply to his job. Like go apply to anything within that agency mm. because this is, it's attention. Mm -hmm. Within three weeks, I was in New York working for Gary. Um, so cool. Well, th a little longer than three weeks, but it, it worked out well. I spent two years on Team Gary V before the pandemic. When the pandemic happened, all of us went home for our two-week vacation. <laughs> um, we were like, oh, this will be great. Um, and slowly but surely, I moved into the agency side of things and started working with some of their larger clients, creating a lot of content there, learning more about what it is to actually sell because Gary's model is very branding focused. And then uh -huh. he is the salesperson. Um, whereas these larger brands, they are looking to sell and convert and, you know, move products. 
And so that was a, a situation. And then come October, I decided that I really wanted to branch out on my own. I was hitting 30. I was having a little bit of a midlife crisis. And that was when Aussie Creative came about. And we spent a year doing social media. We had great results. We really enjoyed it. And then all of a sudden, it was like all of the platforms collectively decided at the same time. They were like, okay, we're going to raise how much content you have to put out. And speaking of burnout, I got to the point where I was like, I'm tired of burning out my clients. I'm tired of burning out my team. I'm tired of burning out. We like to say we're a burnout free agency because at the end of the day, fresh creatives create fresh creative. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if you're not giving your creatives the opportunity to like be people, you're just like creating a, a creative sweatshop, you're not gonna get the results you want. And so we pivoted into podcasts because it really got to a place where I was like, I'm tired of sending emails at two o'clock in the morning and I'm tired of reaching out to my clients being like, okay, now you have to post four times a day on stories, six mm -hmm. times a day on stories. It just wasn't sustainable. Um, so now we manage and grow, um, we produce market and scale podcasts. So we help people show up in podcasting and how to leverage that within social media. So our key is we pull social clips, we manage the marketing, we do all of that back end stuff. So you show up, you film five hours a month, and you have a content wheel that then works for you behind the scenes. You need to hire her, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I love what you guys are doing. Let's talk. <laughs> yes, because it's okay. So podcast is wonderful. And we have a lot of fun mm -hmm. and we've discussed this because we're taking a little bit of time back here in a minute. So, but that's what it is. It's that time back. This it, it's, mm -hmm. it's fun and we've had a great time, but it's not easy, no, especially not. when you're just a lot starting, of work. I guess yeah. anything when you're just starting, it is going to be a lot more than, mm -hmm. it, you know, once it becomes a routine or it's down the road a little. It's that um, concept of it takes 60% of the fuel to get the plane off the ground. Yeah. And when you're present live and you're vulnerable and you've got your, you're following that group, I mean, putting that out there in its own energy can be hard yeah. um, in a lot of ways. It's, it's, we love it. It's great. But there are moments when I'm like, Ooh, did we overshare today? What, what was said? Like what is now out there that can't ever be ever <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> yeah. That's valid. That's very valid. Yeah. And I'm sitting back here going, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right. I don't care either. I'm like, yeah. but Laura is like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I've gotten to the point where like it's too much work to remember what version of me showed up to what interview. But I'm like, you know what? We're just gonna put it all out there, and if I yeah. get canceled, I get canceled. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um. So where did you hit your wall? How did how did that? What was that like? Yeah. So I mean, coming off of 2020, I. First of all, I hit my wall really when I moved from Team Gary Vee to the agency model. And it was more of just, we had been sprinting so hard. Like three video, I was making by myself three videos a day, five to six days a week. Like it, it's just a, such a huge model and it has to be that way. I mean, like I grew, you cannot learn what I learned in two years, in 10 years of doing it once in a while. Like yeah. I was putting so many reps and I'm so grateful for that. But when I came off of that, I kind of hit a wall and I was like, I don't have anything left to give. 
and I, you don't realize it when you're on the treadmill. When you get uh-huh. off the treadmill, you're like, oh, I can't even. It's like when you get drunk, you're like, I can't feel my face. <laughs> like, it's that mild idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. We're angels exactly. here, remember? We all went to college. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, I really had to come to terms. I didn't even identify it as burnout at the time. But I was like, I just feel like I need, like, a two-year nap. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't have and I felt like I didn't like what I was doing anymore and the reality was I love what I do I just needed to do it in a more sustainable way and so it became okay how do I show up to this business and then you know the perfect time to start a business is when you're burned out yeah great great idea to build an agency model yeah (laughs) so I went in and two more years of just kind of grinding out I felt like I didn't work hard enough or I couldn't work hard enough to build it And then finally I realized like, no, you're burned out and you need to step back and understand that, you know, you're human. And especially when you're building a business, like you're the only one usually at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And so that became more of how do I take care of the business as well as my body, as well as the vessel that is creating the business. Because I think so many of us are like, you just got to muscle through it. But a reminder, grind is not a good thing. Like if you're an engine and you're grinding, you're destroying the mechanics of your engine. So this mm-hmm. kind of idea of like you got to grind your way through it or get yeah. to the top. It's like you're actively working against who you are. Yes, it takes a lot of work to build a business. But like grinding, you should never be grinding. That means that you are inefficient and your business and your structure and your system is broken and you're doing damage. Like, yeah. don't grind. <laughs> don't grind. I get so, like, out of it about that. Um, so one of our uh, previous guests, she talked about giving from the overflow of her cup. The yeah. stuff that goes over the sides, you can have that. That's for everybody else. Yeah. But the stuff in the cup, that's just for me. I'm not inherently like that. I am someone that really enjoys, I, I'm a people pleaser. I like, I get my validation from achieving things for others mm-hmm. that helped me very much in my career. So this concept of like filling my cup and then giving people the leftovers has ever really resonated with me. I get it. It makes sense. But I think for me, it's been about how do I put, how do I bring myself back to zero? I don't need to overflow, but I can't be pulling from a negative bank account in the Mm -hmm. sense of like, I'm not sleeping, I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not drinking enough water, I'm not doing these things. And then I'm expected to show up at 100% somewhere else. Yeah. Like, that's where I kind of had to adjust it in my head of like, I'm not going to have a three hour morning routine and a a Zen yoga retreat once a year and all of these things. Like, that's just not who I am. Right. But I can take better care of myself so that I can show up for my clients better. And I don't think you're alone. I don't think you're the only one that functions that way. We all operate differently from a different place, from a different mindset. And none of it's good or bad. Not that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, we're all individuals and we do things our own way. Yep. 100%. I think that Um, concept of speeding up to slow down was really hard for me. Uh, uh, slow down to speed up. Ooh, really got that wrong. <laughs> um, but that slow down moment, because I've been yeah. in that all my life, like keep going, keep going, keep going. And that's how, yeah. you know, we thought. And yeah. so the idea of like slowing down the speed up, yeah, that was a super hard concept. To be Same. Like, 
Yeah. Like if you're not think- producing, then you're not, that's where so many women, especially get our worth yeah. is, uh, I, if I'm not producing, then, then I'm not worth, I'm not as worthy as someone else who's producing more. Well, but I also think it comes down, it circles back to the concept that we've been taught as women and as entrepreneurs, your most recent win is your only win. Hmm. And the idea is with technology and AI and all of the things that we have at our, our fingertips right now, you can create a bank of wins that are there working for you outside of when you are taking care of yourself. It's there. You've got a podcast that's drawing in views month after month. You've got an email newsletter that is doesn't have to be you. It can be automated. And how do we build these practices and these systems into our business so that we are able to show up in a better capacity and we are going to build that room where we don't feel like if we step away, we're losing opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right. It's still there. It's still working for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So you, you hit a wall and so how'd you come out of it? What did you learn from that? Yeah. I mean, I came out of it. I would say what they don't tell you about burnout is that when you reach that point, I feel like something is kind of, I don't know that you can ever fully get out of it. Like in the sense that it's like a dead battery is a dead battery. You know what I mean? You have to physically remove the battery and put a new battery in. I couldn't Uh-oh. hold it, Angelique. I'm sorry. I couldn't either. So I've been dealing with a dead car battery yes. this week. Oh, and crazy. I, I, why did I think that I could just get it jumped and then the next day I'd be fine? Exactly. Because some man told me that my battery was fine. It's fine. There's nothing no. wrong with it. I tested it. Dude, it's dead. Get it's a dead. new one. Yeah. And so it's like, we, we think that we have a dead battery and we think, oh, I just need to take a nap or I need to go on vacation. That's my favorite. When I, someone's like, I'm burned out. I need a vacation. I'm like, who's come back from vacation actually rested? <laughs> like reality. Yeah. <laughs> it would but, have to be very yeah. intentional. I exactly. don't travel well. So yeah, I'm never rested after vacation. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really, it was at one point I literally was like, okay, I am going to phone it in. I had processes in place where I was like, my clients are going to get what they pay for. I'm not going above and beyond. So in college I went, I did the Disney college program. So everything that is built off of that is all about customer service. It's all about going above and beyond. I love coming back to that kind of like people pleasing, giving back. Um, I was like, no, we're, we're going to execute on what the contract says and then that's it. And it was probably a good six months. And I mean, I lost clients. They had gotten used to a very premier service. And all of a yeah. sudden I was like, nope, that's not part of your contract. We don't fulfill that. I'm so sorry. We can't do that. And it was it was hard, but I needed to balance out somehow. And I needed to start looking at it as my company was something to be protected. It was not just... I had an employee mindset of like, I show up to work, I work, I take care of this business, and then the company pays me and I move on. And I had to look at it from the space of a CEO of like, Mm -hmm. I'm not just working for this company today as it is. I'm working for the company a decade down the line when it's, you know, 10 times the revenue. 
And the things I'm doing today are planting those seeds. So I have to show up in that capacity. A, a lot of people, yeah, not just women, but a lot of people yeah. struggle with that. Oh, yeah. Her B mentality versus the CEO mentality, yeah. because it yeah. is a, a shift in the paradigm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it's it's almost, especially as women, we're taught not to stand out. We're taught not to draw focus, not to, you know, we are not meant to pull the limelight. And stepping into a CEO role is saying, I am going to run this and you are going to follow me. I'm going to be a leader and a steward of your time and effort and you need to trust me. Well, that's that's counterintuitive to what society tells us to do as women. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's so everything you learned yeah. going through that process. Now, you, now you basically, it sounds like you made it your business. I you literally made it my business. And you made it your business. <laughs> and it's kind of astounding when we bring new clients on that have, you know, these like 12 person teams that are managing their marketing and all of these other aspects of their stuff. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to be posting a million times a day. You don't have to be, you know, it's like doing those things. If you don't love them and they're not adding directly, the amount of entrepreneurs that are posting a million times a day and are making no sales out of it. Yeah. I'm like, why are you doing it? It's not helping your business. And it's it's pulling you away from other things. Mm -hmm. And they don't know why they're doing it. It's just because so-and-so told them to. And, yeah. you know, it's like, Okay, so I, I was on a discovery call this morning, and it was really funny. I told her, when you build a podcast, you are building a second bedroom on your home. You are not building a guest house. The goal is to expand your current business and plug a podcast in as a income stream, a revenue source, and an option for expanding what you already have. It's not starting and growing this totally different thing that you have to start from the ground up because otherwise that feels like building another business. Right. And too many entrepreneurs are doing that. They're thinking I need to post on social media because then it's going to drive into this place and I can build over here. And it just, you get scattered. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's really about, you know, I totally lost my train of thought in terms That's of okay. the question. That's okay. <laughs> Um, I do that all the time. Oh, yeah. and well, it's perfectly fine. ADD life. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so here we are, mostly through our 30 minutes, and yes. um, <laughs> we need to talk about other stuff. So, um, and I lost my train of thought because I had another question for you, yeah. and I lost it. What are you laughing at, Laura? <laughs> oh, I remember your first question. <laughs> Okay, she went over the first question. <laughs> the first question, I, I really got to a place where I wanted to integrate it into the business, into the, how I worked every day, because I feel like I'm a light switch human. And if I was pushing burnout and overproduction and not having a strategy on my clients, I knew that I would still show up in my business with burnout and no strategy oh. and overproduction. And yeah. so sitting down with clients and saying, okay, where is your energy best put? And how can we create that is my goal as a strategist is to efficiency. I want you, the hours you do put into your marketing, I want them to give you the most bang for your buck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I'm gonna we got back there. 
you know that and again yeah because those that are you know a lot of times through this we've learned sometimes people just need that permission to do it differently and so yeah yeah, permission like you don't have to be a social media bug and guru type person to make that work and yeah yeah. and i think so often like we are so prescriptive with what this is how you build a business. This is how you build an offer. This is how you build a course. And if you don't have a course, you don't have a business. And it's like, that's not true. Right. There are millions and millions of businesses out yeah. there that have never stepped foot on the internet. Mm-hmm. And for some reason we have this, like these blinders on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think part of it was the pandemic and, and the fact that so much of that was online, but yeah. you know, and I'm not saying, I'm not condoning you jumping offline. I think being online is crucial to a business nowadays, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that it should come at the cost of, you know, it doesn't have to be. So is it, is it, so right now people are like quantity, 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 but really is it about quality? Oh, of course. Quantity, the only thing that benefits from quantity is the platforms. That's it. That's why we're doing quantity is because Instagram Ah. told us to. They don't like you don't actually benefit from creating 600 pieces of content, repeating yourself a thousand times like in in a real world. So much sense. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't send the same email 12 times. The reality is the reason we're doing quantity is, you know, you have to balance quality versus quantity because you can't do a million great pieces of content Mm -hmm. unless you have a 30 person team. And Instagram thrives off of that. And they're saying, okay, we're going to cinch your reach. We're going to reduce the amount of people that see per post. So you're going to use our platform more. You're going to create more content. You're going to do more of that. And then it becomes like the more content you have to create for the platform, the higher up the funnel of your sales and customer journey, it goes. So if you're creating a thousand pieces of content a day, it takes so many more pieces of content for a customer to trust you and to want to buy from you yeah. than if you're creating one piece of content. Mm-hmm. Think about these filmmakers that go, you know, they make two films. I mean, Greta Gerwig is a great example. She made the Barbie movie. She's busting records right and left. She's made like four movies before this. Mm-hmm. She did Lady Bird. She did um, The Little Women Mm-hmm. And then she had a film in school and that's it. Huh. It's quality. It's yeah. putting your whole self into something. That's what people recognize. It's authenticity. It's quality. It's all of those things. And people recognize that work. And uh, Okay. I know this is down a rabbit hole, but what the hell happened when they would start marketing? What were they thinking when they created the previews for that movie? Because that's not <laughs> what the movie was about. I'm seeing clips now from the movie going, that's what it's about. Have I you seen the movie? That no. Okay. I have a hard time. I thought it was stupid. I think that um, yes, I think the marketing will go down in history for their marketing campaign. I mean, you can't spend 150 million dollars on marketing for a 300 million dollar movie and not break some rules. the The vertical integration of their marketing was insane. Um, But yeah, I mean, it definitely, you can look at so many movies that their trailers don't match the movie. And I think that they were kind of hitting all across the board. There was a very heavy, I don't want to say political because it's not really political, but like a gender perspective on it that they kind of 
wanted to mask. There's a very feminist angle on it. Mm-hmm. And I I went into it expecting an extremely feminist movie. And that's also not what I got. It kind of like towed the middle. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it was, you know, I don't but know. Now I, want to see it I liked only it because I saw, you know, a, a, a one particular clip. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, I don't want to go. I want to. <laughs> we can go deep. Here. Uh, <laughs> one of the things we talked go. about before we went live was. Uh, <laughs> ADD, rabbit holes, uh, yeah. distracted squirrel. Yeah. Yes. All those good things that we entrepreneurs struggle with. Yeah. Um, so Laura, what's her, uh, what's her offer for us? Cause you guys talked yes. a few minutes late. Cause I had, you know, a day and you guys <laughs> talked before I came on. So you know more about that than I do. So what they are getting ready to do a new launch. So we're Mm going to send out a link to sign up for the email list and for the new launch that's coming out. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. yeah. What's the new launch? What is it? Yeah. Super simple. Um, I just keep seeing everywhere that people are like, launch your podcast, launch your podcast, three easy steps. And I'm like, okay, we're going to take our entire process that we have, um, Start to finish. We're a podcast agency. We scale people to thousands and thousands of views in not a lot of time. And we're going to give it away for less than 20 bucks. So that is our our new launch is I'm literally putting our entire strategy into a package. And we're going to walk you through it step by step. And you can launch your podcast for 20 bucks. Because you know what? I want to start another podcast because I love this. Yeah, I do. I really do love this. And I want to talk about other things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, all kinds of other things. I want I it. it to be about nothing in particular. And that's everything. your name. Nothing in particular. And everything, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, yeah. I want to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about today. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it's well, different than tomorrow. <laughs> there's two, there's two strategies to launching a podcast. There is the, the scalpel and the gunshot. So you've got, you know, the the gunshot's going to grow a little bit slower because it's just spraying. The scalpel is like, I only talk about email marketing or I only talk about X, Y, and Z. And the gunshot is going to build you an audience that's obsessed with you. It may take longer, but there is more oh, yeah, of a buffer. I want people obsessed with me. Exactly. But they will... When you like your favorite influencers, you will follow them to any platform. You'll buy from this them. You'll, you trust them. It takes longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas a scalpel, if you're no longer giving email advice, I'm on to the next thing. So it's really about looking at what do you want to sell? You know, yeah. Do you want something that's going to take longer and not give you as much immediate return, but could be a five, 10 year plan? Or do you want something that you're like, I'm going to sell my product tomorrow? There's no wrong answer. That's awesome. I like that. There's no wrong answer. And uh, you're going to give us a link that we're going to share with our peeps, right? Yep. Um, Did you put that in the... Not yet. No, it's we're getting ready to launch it on November 1st. I'm very excited. um, We'll grab the link. Let me try that again because my brain went bleep. We will put the link for the email list to get that notification of the Got launch it. when um, 
when we post the show notes. So awesome. there we go. <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. So one of the things that we like to do on this podcast is have the current guest introduce the next guest because I feel like it just connects us more. It, it exposes it. the current guests to our upcoming guests. And how many times, Laura, have we heard them say, oh my gosh, this person sounds fantastic. I want to listen next Hi. week. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> right? That's what we want. Love we it. want you to want to listen to the next episode. So um, uh, Dania is going to introduce our guest for next week, which is... Oh, I'm crazy, crazy excited about having her. Uh, when did you meet Mary Laura? No. Okay. I don't think I met her in person. I think I met her through uh, a webinar or something like that. Um, oh, okay. But her name is Mary. I think I'm saying it right. Cravitz. I love it. Do you want me to yeah, introduce her? So Mary Kravitz is an award-winning client generation expert and an international speaker who helps people grow their business without working nights, weekends. We love that. And she heard all the confusing and conflicting advice out there. And she isn't surprised that most business owners struggle to establish a sustainable business. 100% agree. Yeah, we were but, just talking about that. Exactly, exactly. But she's here to change that. Using her methods, the majority of Mary's clients become quickly increase their income 50% or more. Impressive. And clients range from the former CFO of Microsoft North America to coaches in their first couple years of business to thought leaders in a variety of service professions. Uh, Mary is a huge fan of roller coasters. She is on her own there. I'm My feet are on the ground. Yes. <laughs> Obsessed with otters and a proud mother to her Anigo Montoya. That's her kitty. Oh, I love, I love you know cats who with like Montoya fun names. Is? Yes. You killed my father. Prepare to die. That's right. <laughs> my name Movie buff. Prepare to die. So uh, very excited for Mary to be on the pod next week. I'll be listening. Awesome. So our announcement this week is sign up for our newsletter too, y'all. Um, we send out weekly sneak peeks and a monthly uh, recap of all the wonderful things that are great, awesome guests uh, offer us. So, I mean, it's just a... A plethora of goodiness, goodness, yeah, and goodies. Kind of like combine goodiness. the words, goodiness. I like goodiness. Yeah. There you go. I made up my own word. Right. I love making them <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I can't get them out the right way. So whenever they come out wrong, it's fine. <laughs> awesome. Well, Dania, thank you so much for being with us this week. It's been awesome. The time has just flown. Like we're already I, I, yeah. hitting almost 45 minutes and <laughs> it's like, wait, what did we talk about? Like, right. You know, give me 12 fun. hours. I'll jabber. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for thank being you here for us. having me. And a lot of fun. Um, we will be back next week with Mary Kravitz. Um, yeah. Same time, same day. That's Wednesdays, 630 Eastern. So we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Everyone. Bye.